0: It right. obviously seems like w- when you say real estate, like your eyes twinkle. Yeah. Right? You could say you get
1: excited about right, it. Right, which I never thought. We were sitting in my, my wife's beach house in Delaware, you know, trying to figure out what kind of sales I would want to do. And she goes, why don't you sell real estate? I'm yeah. like, I don't know anything about real estate. I'm watching Million Dollar Listing thinking that it's all, you know, it's all sexy. When, <laughs> <laughs> But it's not. You know? So <laughs>
0: Ready? We're good to go? Yeah, kid. Welcome to back to another episode of Smells Like Captain, Get Handsome. I'm your host, Charles AK a.k.a. The Handsome Home Bar, a.k.a. Captain Permit. No more El the so that's it. We're, 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 we're done. right? Obviously, anybody out there who needs permits, you know we got you. 516-513-8838. Lord knows the towns are not getting any easier. Lord knows the permit process isn't getting any easier or faster. Can I get an amen on that? I agree with you. Even worse now mortgage rates deals are dying because if you have open missing permits or violations and you can't get them resolved people have the ability to back out of a deal that's correct which is awful right i myself have dealt with that even being captain permit and it's not a fun thing especially when values are dropping and rates are going up
1: and when the market's changing those permits actually come into play
0: not fun so if you're a real estate agent you got to do foils beforehand and address any of the permit issues and that doesn't mean take care of them per se but at least let your sellers know hey this is where we're at don't be upset if we end up here because i'm telling you now if you're an investor obviously time is money this podcast also is obviously sponsored by cardinal financial specifically Sal Rizzolo from cardinal financial we love them He's the man, and everybody, realtor, investor, should be having somebody screen their buyer's deals because another thing you don't want to, have to happen is be under contract for 30, 60, 90 days, then have the deal fall apart, especially in a market that's not on the way up. The partners are great. Love I'm them.
1: glad you guys are partnered with them too.
0: So, uh, bro, it's great to have you here. Thank you. Mazel tov, by the way, top 20 under 40. Thank you. You are, we're doing, we're, we're cranking out all the top 20 under 40 people, and I gotta tell you, I do this every year this is without question i've only done two so far you're the third today we're ripping out five um this is by far and away the most impressive class of people now coincidentally i heard that um this was the most difficult year the most competitive year there was like 160 something applications gcis were as as high as they've ever been and whether that's true or not and i'm just talking out of my ass you guys are on another level i mean i've done this with dozens and dozens we've done over 150 of these things i've met hundreds of agents so far it is like it is very apparent why you guys are in the top oh one percent of all agents
1: right and you hear you know with with the market the way it was anybody could sell a house but there's a reason why myself and the 19 other people from this year have done that amount of business
0: yeah and and again like gci is like you know well into the six figures it was uh, it was a very competitive year so that's good Mm -hmm. so Everybody, obviously there's 30,000 realtors on Long Island. People look at, how old are you? Oh, you're 30 years 30, old. Yep. So great age. I always say life begins at 30. It only gets better, in my opinion. It's 20s quick. Didn't, didn't, <laughs> didn't, it does move quick. But at the same time, I feel like, so I'm 42. I feel like time moves fast, but I feel like we do a lot of things. So I don't feel like time is just wasting and nothing's happening. I feel like there's a lot of action.
1: We live in New York, man. Everything is fast paced.
0: This is, uh, this is true. So you, a uh, little bit of background, you've been an agent for how long?
1: Today was actually my two-year anniversary since I got my license.
0: Wow, even more impressive. Yep. So top 20 into 40 in basically a year and a half time span. Right. So you I, had six months to kind of get up to speed of like, all right, correct. let me figure out like how this real estate thing works. Yep. And then you ran with it in the year in the top 20 into 40. Mm-hmm. How the hell did you do that?
1: Uh, I had a great mentor when I first started. Mm-hmm. You know, prior to real estate, I always worked for big companies like some of the top accounting firms in the world. Okay. And you You're know, an what? accountant by trade? Yeah. No shit. I got sure. my master's in accounting from Malloy. CPA? Not CPA. a CPA. Okay. My wife's a CPA. I never did it. I was always a sales guy.
0: Yeah, I don't see you yeah, being an accountant. Yeah, I was always account- a sales
1: guy. Um, but you know, I took the smart approach from going to college and you know, coming out. Okay. Everything was good. No regrets. I met my wife. You know, good professional background, which I think has really helped me to get to where I am now. That's smart. You know, so I had a great, I started off at a mom and pop shop in Wontaw. Okay. I had a great experience with them. You nice. know, no bad blood over there. I grew there. up there. I loved working with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, got approached by Signature and realized, you know, that the big name could actually help me a lot. And it has. You know, nice. my clients are even happy about it. Nice. But, you know, coming from somebody that was working 40 plus hour weeks, now I go to the office for a couple hours a day and I'm super productive. So, you know, I, Interesting. Take, my, I take my job super seriously. You know, I'm very professional. You know, you read my reviews, talk to my past clients. That's what all I'm about. You know, I, I'm, I love the marketing. I love that you guys do all this stuff and I'm trying to get my feet wet with it. But you know, people know that like I'm all business, but I yeah. get the job done.
0: Nice. So what do you, and this is not a, um, I, I, am, I am broker neutral, but it does seem like Signature really does a lot for their people. Yeah. Like they, they, they have a lot of resources, they have a lot of training. There's been some very good teams that I've seen come out of there. Mm-hmm. Like they do a very, very good job.
1: I mean, it's, it's like cliche, but like, I think we truly are built different. You know, I think there's a reason why I, you know, when I first started with a small brokerage and every time I did a deal with a bigger brokerage, they yeah. said, you know, why don't you come work for us? But I was loyal and I was yeah. there with, for a year and a half and I really had no intentions of leaving. And then I did a deal with a signature agent and I just, it was multiple times I was coming across these people and I could just tell they were different. Yeah. So, you know, when I sat with Pete Morris and, you know, kind of went over everything, I just knew it was the right fit.
0: So I'm interested because accounting and real estate, not the same. Nope. Like, not the same. So I'm curious to know, you know, what was going on. Before this, I owned a, a Mako Body Shop franchise. Okay. I did that for 10 years. And it was an interesting experience, but I didn't love it. Like, I knew that, you know, and for all intents and purposes, it was a good job. It was a good business. I could have lived the rest of my life like mm-hmm. that. But I just, it didn't get me fired up every day. This gets me fired up every day. It does. Day. I'm curious to know, like, you know, what made you make that change because for all intents and purposes, you had a great job, right. very steady career, exactly. very, like, very per- Always pr- prestigious, mm-hmm. accountant, attorney, lawyer, Right. every Jewish mother's dream for their kid, <laughs> right? Right. So coming from an Italian family,
1: it's, it was a little different. With the, with,
0: well, I'm going to say we're the same, but then somebody was on here like two months ago and she was like, you notice how the Italians never say they're like the Jews? It's just the <laughs> Jews that want to be like the Italians. And I'm like,
1: fuck. On the promotion side, man, it was like, like half and half. Like She's right.
0: You guys have more synagogues per like square <laughs> yeah. foot over yep. there yep. than anywhere.
1: Yeah, but you know, so before college, I was always in sales. Okay, you know, so, where'd you go to school? Uh, Misericordia University, small school in Pennsylvania. Okay, played lacrosse there. Then did nice. Malloy for my masters. Um, but when I was in accounting, it was really audit, so it was still client service. Bro, you must have been a man-man on the lacrosse field. You are like... I'm a big guy. Yeah, yeah, you are a menacing... And, and you could move? Right, I what, could for my size. What position did you play? I played midfield. Shit. Like 40 pounds ago. Still, but yeah, like... it's big, yeah. I can't imagine you running at me like a freight train. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, but... Um, yeah, so... It was still client service, and I think that's what kind of puts me ahead of a lot of these people that don't have that experience, is okay. the actual the communication. You know, cause real estate or auditing, which is obviously two separate industries, it's still client service. Like okay. we are here to service clients, sellers, buyers, investors, you know, like yourself. So I think that that really, you know, kind of molded me into the type of agent that I am. I mean, there's so many of us.
0: So being, I mean, I'm gonna dare to say that you're a numbers guy. Is that an accurate statement? Correct. So do you use your accounting background, you know, in real estate when it comes to like, when you're going to real estate um, listing appointments, are you going through different? Are you going with through the numbers with people differently? Every time comp wise, are you going through like, hey, this is your monthly mortgage. This is this. This is that. This is what's going to cost you. Like, are you really me, breaking it down? To me, it's all about
1: numbers. Because think about it. If somebody's backed up against a wall to a number, they can't yeah. sell their home. Yeah. So for me to just go in there and wow them with, you know, obviously I can with signatures marketing and our, our exposure and all the things that we can do for you. The numbers have to work. Yeah. So I like to lay that all. on I had a listing appointment this morning. We went nice. all over the all over the numbers. Good for you. And they worked. You're active,
0: man. Yeah. Like You are really active. Yeah, so
1: how, how the hell are you so
0: active in such a short period of time?
1: You know what? So I mean, I have a big network. Okay. You know, friends have a huge family. You know, all the guys I worked in the city with. Um, are a lot of them moving out here from? Yeah. The girls? So a lot of them were either from Long Island or and I have you know I, I know a lot of attorneys and CPAs. Everybody knows a lot of people. So that's helped me. You know, having that big network. Yeah. And, you know, I, I know I need to grind and I still hit the phones and I still, you know, do all that stuff. Do you cold call? I do. Hmm. But for warm leads because I know okay. technically we're not allowed to call, but I do like them to set my owners okay. and Um But I, yeah, I just, I just grind, man. And I just feel like I used to work so many hours. Accountants that, get tax time. Like, bro, right. you guys get that. So to cut need. those hours in half. You're like, this like, is cake. This is, yeah. yeah. So, like, I love going to the office. You know, because I, I get my work done. Like, I have my screen. So, like, I look like an accountant when I'm sitting in the office. But I'm really, you know, I'm running real estate numbers. You know, going through all my leads, all my prospects. Uh, but, you know, I, I want to build a referral base. I'm, now I'm two years in. I'm actually getting a lot of referrals. Nice. Like, this morning, my listing appointment is from a referral from one of my mortgage brokers.
0: That's a big deal, man. That's a lot of business in a very short period of time. Yeah. So, talk about, because I think this is really one of the things that people can learn from you. Talk about your listing appointment, your listing presentations, and how you lay out the numbers and how that works.
1: So I think, you know, there's a lot of fluff that you can put to a seller. And I think you have to know your seller. Mm -hmm. Like if you get a call from your uncle, hey, I need to sell my house, that could be a 10-minute listing appointment. Yeah. But, you know, you get somebody that called you from a referral, they don't know you from a hole in the wall. You know, I prep, you know, I do a lot of prep before I go on a listing appointment. You know, if I know the area, obviously I'm a lot more confident. Mm-hmm. But if I don't know the area, you know, I make some phone calls. You know, I look at the comps. I really look into all these houses in these areas to make sure that I'm correct with my pricing. Yeah. Uh, but like I said, I always go with the numbers. Smart. It's all about the numbers. No, because
0: it's tough. Like, what a lot of people don't realize is, like, Long Island is very pockety. Yes. Right? So, school district is really a big thing. It, it kind of trumps all. But then within certain towns, like, there are little pockets yes. where it's like, hey, Train track here or road there or whatever like you just you don't know. No. And if you're going if you're not in the area that you're that you're comfortable with that you're normally doing business in, it's it's sometimes gonna be tough. Mm-hmm. So no, that's smart. And I feel like a lot of agents don't do that. A lot of agents don't prep beforehand. Right. They just they just run and go. Yeah, and
1: they and everyone you know I, I love the marketing. It is a huge piece of it, mm-hmm. and I'm thankful to my marketing team at uh, at Signature for you know preparing all my social media and whatnot you know for me to use. So talk about like on the marketing side, right? Obviously
0: you have the network, but what's, you can have the network but not be top of mind. What are you doing out there that you feel is unique and different or just what's being, what's effective to keep you top of mind for people?
1: Every time I come across somebody, I try to get them talking about real estate. Yeah, smart. Every person you talk to, they live somewhere. (laughs) Whether they're renting or buying or, you know, living with their parents, you know, you never know. Yeah, And I'm not like, I, I, I. it sounds like I live, breathe real estate, like, I am a, a human too. Like, you know, my, my wife and I, you I'm know, not a real wow, we had a great time. Like, I love hanging out with friends and family, um, but it's always it's always a topic. Everyone's yeah. always and now that people know I'm in real estate, it's like, oh, what's the market like? You know, yeah. where are the rates at? It's just simple things like that. So you know, you try to every you never know who can be a lead.
0: No, it makes sense. You know, the more people that like, like you, that you connect with, uh, Eric Ramsey was on. He was like, Bro, we're in the business of making friends. I go out there every day. All I want to do is make friends. Exactly. And he has this very cool, laid back attitude, and everybody right. loves him, you can tell. And he's just like, Yeah, and he's Mr. Bayshore, and everybody knows him. And it's like, Bro, and he's like, I've oh, got to call Chris Ram-
1: Eric yeah. Ramsey. He's the guy. I'm actually getting a listing in Bayshore today. There you go. <laughs> there you go. But yeah, and I try not to be the guy to bring it up. Mm. If I hear it, maybe I'll chime in, but I don't want to be like that annoying guy, like, Oh, you're mm. looking to buy or sell? Like, dude, we're in the middle of a party. It's like, if somebody brings but, it up, yeah. then I'll jump right in. Yeah. But I don't want to be you know, over the top. I, like I said, I try to be humble. And,
0: but you know, you're not salesy. You're, you're passionate about it. It right. obviously seems like, when you say real estate, like your eyes twinkle. Yeah. Right? You could say, you get excited
1: about right, it. Right, which I never thought. We were sitting in my, my wife's beach house in Delaware, you know, trying to figure out what kind of sales I would want to do. she goes, why don't you sell real estate? Yeah. I'm like, I don't know anything about real estate. I'm watching Million Dollar Listing thinking that it's all... You know, it's all sexy when, <laughs> but it's not, you know, oh, so God. I thank my wife for, you know, putting me on and, uh, and just running with it.
0: So what ultimately made you leave accounting? COVID. Yeah.
1: My biggest client tanked. Wow. And I got let it laid off. No shit. Yeah. I mean, I got right away, you know, who's looking for jobs? Like you could yeah. find something, but I knew that it was kind of a blessing in disguise for me. I had been yeah. looking for jobs for a while, but it was hard to walk away from. The steady, secure money.
0: I gotta tell you, man, I mean, although we don't enjoy going through this, the really like strenuous situations in life always end up yielding some kind of like a great for outcome. A yeah. You sell it more elo- eloquently than I did. But um, <laughs> it's true, regardless of how horrible it is. If you're the type of person that embraces it and you go through it, maybe it's stressful. Right. On the other end, oh, something it's definitely amazing.
1: Stressful. I'd be lying if I wasn't stressed out. But you have to be able to get through it.
0: That's like I think that's just the nature of what we do. Also, it's just like constant madness. Correct. All the time. The highs and
1: lows in this business is what you need to be able to control. Yeah. Or else it will crush you. With,
0: with added that, it is literally an emotional roller coaster, yes. which like I kind of like. I think I might be like addicted to that kind of mm-hmm. like sh- sh- sh thing. I don't know how healthy that is. <laughs> but so you came into the when you came oh, so you came into the business, you got licensed. Did the rocket ship of post-COVID already take
1: off? It was pretty busy when I started. Okay, but I don't think it really was as crazy as had, or competitive, as I had seen it go in twenty twenty one.
0: Yeah, because you've, again, short period of time, very impressive what you've done, right? But at the same time, so you've come into the, um, what's the uh, the honeymoon stage of real life. Like it was just. Mm-hmm. Bro, I mean, I haven't been in real estate that long. I've been in real estate six years. That was madness. It, it was. Like, I was just relisting shit houses and people were like, like... I take it. Like, wow. And then now here we are in a very different situation, yeah. in a, very different, situation, a yep. very different market. So, like, how are you adjusting?
1: What are you seeing out there? So, you know, I always... This was always a kind of a fear when I started because, you know, obviously the money's rolling in, the listings, the buyers, you know, the interest rates are super low... You know, so I kind of was, you know, you're on cloud nine and you're, it's like, it's all just coming. Yeah. I've always asked, every time I talk to somebody new, like, what's, what's it like when it's not like this? Like, what are you doing when it's not like this?
0: I don't think most people can answer that question for you unless you go, OG. Oh, right, 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 Because right, it's right. been 12 years right. I mean, of.
1: When I worked with at my first company, they were both people 30 years plus. Mm-hmm. So they'll tell you. Yeah. And he would always say, you better be hitting the phones, you better be prospecting, because when yeah. this ends, you're not gonna have any business yeah so I think you know sometimes I, I do get like caught up in like the current business but which is good I mean if my phone's ringing yeah that means I'm busy yeah but you have to go back to basics you know I you no. get, you have to do those things to build future business
0: No, with with without that you just you got to be active all Correct. the time and you have to be changing all the time
1: yeah and, and with the market now I think you know us as agents have to work harder you know, you don't just list on Monday and you're sold by Wednesday. Yeah, and that's the it was never like that. No,
0: like people got spoiled with that. I was like, like even when like my I had bring an off market deal in, we listed. My my dad would list it for me, and like the next day I'm like, Yo, Dad, we have offers on this thing. Like, is this thing gone already? Right. And it's like, bro, it's been on the freaking market. I'm like, there should have been 15 phone calls exactly. in the first hour. Exactly. You know, but that's not reality. It's not sustainable. No. And I think now we have to get back to being like, okay, you know what? A properly priced house should be under contract in 30 days. Right. Which was always my original goal. Yep. The thing that's a little like freakish now is it's like. Are rates moving are they not moving you know our values coming down due to rates not like What's going to happen? You don't want it to be to sit there because you don't you don't know. Right. You don't want to just you don't want thirty days to be like all right cool like I'll be comfortable for thirty days to turn into like six months. And you're like shit. Right. Big oh, price wow. reduction. So what are you like? What are you seeing out there in regards to activity, offer volume, price reduction, so, all of it?
1: So I mean, what I'm seeing right away is that you know prices haven't changed overnight, and they still really haven't. Okay. But you know you we've seen rates pretty much change overnight. I mean they have yeah. doubled in. Six months, three months, yeah. You know, Nuts. you could tell, you could really say that a crash already happened. I mean, it's on a seven hundred fifty thousand dollars house with twenty percent down. You know, you were at thirty five, thirty seven hundred last year. Now you're a thousand dollars more. It's crazy, dude. So that just shows <clears> you how it's changed. But yeah. in regards to pricing, you know, when you're looking at comps on a listing appointment, all your comps are those highly inflated sales. Yeah. So now it's like you have to, you have to be, you know, realistic. You could say, look, this we're not gonna have problems with appraisal probably anymore because all your, your prices last year were through the roof. But, but you're seeing now more price drops. Like yeah. for example, I was looking at, there was about a hundred houses in Massapequa on the market today, in Massapequa School District. Mm-hmm. And you had which about is, 30 price drops. Which isn't, it's not a lot of houses in the market per se, but compared to a year
0: ago, it's right. a lot of houses. Oceanside had 77 houses, yeah. Wanto had only
1: 25. Wow. 25 houses.
0: Yeah, Wantaw. I grew up in Wantaw. Yeah, it's been Wa-
1: booming that town.
0: Wantaw is one of those places where like it never changes, and everybody wants right. to live. Right, that's where
1: my office is right now. I feel I feel the same way about Massapequa. I think it's yeah. just bigger. It, it's in that, that, whole that school block. district. You have Massapequa Park, and Massapequa. you do,
0: and you, you have the village. But yeah, everybody wants to live in the Merrick to Massapequa to Massapequa block. If you want to
1: be in Nassau, yep. yeah,
0: it's like you know affluent, forty-five minutes from the city, right. good school district, centrally yep. located beach. It's like. Never changes. Exactly. It's just it's the same, uh, and everybody wants to be there. Man. Yeah, it makes sense. Um, yeah, it's interesting that you say that. I. So do you you think do you think things are going to continue to go down? Do you think they things are kind of are kind of kind of level? I think
1: the more houses that now close for less. Yeah. Like for people that have to move. Yeah. Then you'll start to see. Okay, now our comps. Now we're showing the reduction. So like to get a seller to do a price reduction is not easy in any market probably. So how are you handling the expectations of sellers at this point?
0: Now they're kind of starting to hear it. They're hearing it. So it's a little bit, it's probably a little bit easier. Right. But like, how do you go in there and they'd be like, yo, yeah, like, because I'll go in to make office in a house. Like, the house across the street sold for $750. i am like, I get it. When was that? Oh, a year ago. I'm like, totally different world. Correct. Totally and, it, and it could have been a ranch
1: world. and you're sitting in a colonial. Totally different world. So it's all, it's, look, it, it's been very hard to manage expectations, but, you know, you have to do it. You know whether they listen or not. You have to yeah. just keep. You have to just stay with your game and, and let them know because, you know, last two years in two weeks, if you're not sold, it's probably price. Yeah. Like now, yeah. I don't want to be dropping a price in two weeks to look desperate, but, you know, if someone needs to sell after a month, you have yeah. to really regroup. What do
0: you like? You know, what's the rumblings out there? Like, are, are you, do you have people that were, do you have buyers saying, "I'm going to sit on the sidelines"? Do you still have the same people that are looking to buy? Like, what are you seeing on the buyer front?
1: For me, I think I'm blessed to have kind of all of that because I do have a lot of clients that I'm working with. But like I had some like last year that took the sideline when the rates were still low because they're just stressed out. They, they yeah. pushed to the edge.
0: No, people were like, it was exhausting to put 30 offers in and over ask and just get hammered. Exactly. But are you hearing like I'm starting to hear things now that I haven't heard in a long time, which is, are they negotiable? Offers coming in under the asking price, right. Which you hadn't seen yeah. in like a good two-year period. You're getting an
1: agent say to you, "My sellers are very motivated."
0: Yeah, and now I always just I would say to like the agents, loan officers, everybody in the industry. Now, now more than ever, you have to like bond together, and everybody has to be friends. Yeah, because you have some people that are just they don't want to work together. In a market where things are flying off the shelf, you can be that guy. Exactly. Girl. In this market, you can't.
1: Nope. It's all about relationships.
0: Yeah, like I took an offer the other day um, on a house in Seaford for 20K less because I knew everybody in the transaction. I'm like, mm-hmm. this thing's gonna close. Yeah. Where the other people, I was like, eh, I never heard of the, more, the loan officer, didn't want to give info. I was like, I don't care if it's 20 grand more. I'm right. like, I need, to be, I need to move
1: on. We know this thing's gonna close. Yeah,
0: we need volume, we gotta keep it moving, let's go.
1: Agreed. You have to coach your sellers to take the right offer.
0: How much, and this is like, you know, nobody knows the answer to this, but like, how much do you think prices are actually gonna
1: drop? I mean, you've, you've lost $1,000 a month in buying power, pretty much. Like I said, the example of the 750 I I just, I guess, since my only experience is this really super competitive market, I just, I don't, I think we need to have more houses close for less before we can do it. Because when you look at the comps, and like, sellers can run comps. Like, they can figure it out. on Zillow, Zillow. They and, can figure and, it out. Whether it's right or wrong, they're still seeing those crazy numbers from a year ago. Yes. So you have to be able to like we need some we need those new sales to start closing. It's an adjustment period of it's, like 3 to 6 months yeah.
0: to start moving. But, but it,
1: I don't see it just yet.
0: No, it's still it's cuz we're we're just on like the cusp of it. Right. Um the thing that's interesting also that cuz I've heard sales be like, you know, we're going to take a break and it's like, all right. Rates aren't going down. Right. Or if they do, because there's some people that think that there's gonna be a slingshot effect and that rates are gonna go up, there's gonna be a pain period, they're gonna drop them in spring, everyone's gonna rush back in and then the world's gonna detonate. But um, <laughs> through like the worst inflation of all time, yeah, which very well could happen. 100%. Dude, it's a shit show. I don't think people actually realize how much of a shit show it is. It's bad. But um, what I've been trying to tell people is, I'm like, listen, you can always refinance later under this, like, but, if you, let's say, you're buying a house. I, did, I actually went through the numbers. I mean, you're buying a house, 5.5% interest, $600,000, putting 20% down. You're, I'm making up the number, but it's close. It's like tw- your principal and interest is $2,700 a month. right? Now, if you, if you think the market's going to go down, let's say that house drops 10%, which is a lot. Right? Yeah. And that ain't happening overnight. Now you're at 540, 20% down payment. Okay, new mortgage amount, 20% at 6.5% it still costs you more money every month. Yeah. It's more expensive. Yep. So if people think like, oh, I'm gonna wait, like, it's not really cheaper. Getting worse. And if rates have to go because inflation is out of control and gets worse, they're not coming down no. anytime soon. So it's not that you could say, oh, screw it, when the rates come back down again because everyone's used to 3%, right. we can just refi, refi, refi. Um,
1: we can't. I agree. And I think I've seen one of your posts where you're like, this happens like every 10 years. So if you're buying now at 6%, you gotta, you're in it for the long haul.
0: What I say to people is when they're buying houses, I'm like, listen, I, I don't own a house. I live in a one bedroom apartment with no TV and like three pieces of furniture, <laughs> right? I'm a fucking weirdo. It's like, yes, it's weird. But what I'm telling people is like, you're buying a house, you're buying a payment, right. and plan on staying there for at least 10 years. If you're not, don't buy a house. Doesn't make sense. People are like, oh, I'm gonna buy a house, and then it's gonna go up, and I'm gonna sell it, I'm gonna make money, I'll do something else. No, that's not like, you don't know you don't know where you get caught in the market cycle. Plus there's a lot of costs associated with buying oh, yeah. and selling these things. Yep. And you're not paying down, you're paying mostly interest in the first 10 years anyway. So don't do it.
1: Right. And if you do really, really want to buy, like my guys at Cardinal say, marry the house, not the rate. Exactly. You know, you will really finance eventually if you are looking to buy right now.
0: That's the thing, just as long as you can comfortably afford the Correct. payment every single month, you're not overextended and you love the house and you could see yourself staying there for 10 years. That's what you do. Yep, agreed. So, final question for you. Um, a lot of agents out there want to be you. Fact. Right? 30,000 agents. How many do you think are under 40? Half?
1: Yeah, probably. Let's say half.
0: Everybody wants to be top 20 under 40. Yeah. You're that guy. It was. It how, was does it feel, how does it feel to be that I guy? I
1: felt good. You know, it's something that I had seen just scrolling through Instagram when I first started. And I said, even though, you know, there's really no... I'm not winging any money, I'm not winging, you know, a prize, but it was something that I really wanted to get under my belt as an accolade, you know, to show the hard work that I've done. No, it's an impressive thing. So what do you say to the people that
0: aren't you, that want to be you, that are trying to get to where you are?
1: I think my advice would be, you know, if you're doing it full time, you you have to take it seriously. You know, you have to put the work in, you have to reach out to your network, you know, you really have to make a name for yourself, you know, and, and... shadow somebody that has done a lot of business like myself or one of the other you know 19 recipients that are doing a lot of work like this and you know really you know you have to grind it's not an easy business
0: follow-up question how important is the right brokerage and what questions you should ask or how do
1: you go about interviewing a broker to make sure you're with the right one I think it's all about feel like I'm good at reading people so I kind of knew even though my first brokerage it was a through a connection you know I just knew it was the right fit but there's a lot of brokerages. Everyone knows someone, you know, especially in real estate. You know, whether they do 100 deals or, or two deals, you know, someone will say, oh, call them. You know, have a conversation with them first. You know, usually people are going to resort to you know, a connection first, you know, some sort of connection to get in. But I think picking the right brokerage means a lot. You know, some agents are strictly going after commission. There's a lot more to that. The commission will come.
0: No, absolutely. Well said. Yo, appreciate you. Congratulations you. again on all your appreciate success. It. Thanks for having me. If people are looking to buy, sell, how do they get in touch with you, how do they find you on social media, how do they get in hold of you?
1: They call me, 516-924-3677, or find me on Facebook or Instagram, at Nick Santillo.
0: There you go. Coast to coast, Nassau, Suffolk County. Obviously, I'm Charles, the handsome home buyer. Cat P, house, filled with garbage. You know I want it. <laughs> 516-777-SOLD. The captain's got you. Look out for my man, Sal. That's a wrap. Thanks, Charles. Cool.